Come on, players, stop hating. Stop hating. Stop participating. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks, first Mr. Mashko. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. And then there's Mauer. Beep you. Ooh. Ooh. Smooth I feel like you. I, I feel like I was just seduced. <laughs> the long winter night. She's got the chills. And all I can say is beep you. Winter or not? What, are we, what will winter. we do tomorrow? <laughs> Gonna sit by the fire, drink some scotch, and watch right. some comic book movies. You lost me. Well, you got we me cuddle. back. Oh uh, well, something tells me Mauer would be a phenomenal big spoon. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> he seems like he would be a hell of a big spoon. That's all. I'll, you know, take that as you will. <laughs> but welcome oh, to the Wednesday show. Oh, you know what kind of spoon I am. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you're new around here, that's where we talk about comic-related current events. Comic-related. Current events. Smooth like butter. So we've got plenty of things to talk about. Uh, obviously, the big thing we have to talk about is uh, Venom 2, since that seems to be everywhere, even though it's really only one single scene. But uh, yeah, that. That and uh, whether or not Marvel settled with ScarJo. Guess what? They did. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and Fandom is going to be confirming Matt Reeves' sequel to a movie we haven't even really gotten a trailer for. Yeah, they got 25 we got a trailer from 25% of what they actually filmed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a sequel and two spin-offs. It wasn't really a trailer, it was more like proof of concept. It was more like it's going to be a while because of COVID before you see anything, but like trust me it's going to be cool. <laughs> and just think about that. They did that because they were shut down. Then they came back and their star got COVID. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that movie mm -mm, didn't have didn't have a good time. But before we get into that, we got to start with comics like we always do. And uh, Mauer, Venom. Uh, so as the huge Marvel has been the rekindling of the 1990s recently and giving us 40 million variant covers. Now, with the pandemic, you have a lot more retailers getting involved in this, and there is a retailer in the UK, which I've ordered from before, um, limited, limited edition, edition comics. Ooh, look at that, a little harmony. And they are doing a very unique cover, and it's going to be a 3D stereophonic cover with glasses. Right, like the... Like the, 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 like the white... The, like the living, uh, the corpse comic with Hex. Okay. Or, or like the, the goofy, goofy character in every 80s like teen movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the guy from uh, Back to the Future. Yep. Uh, yep. And he was, he was the goofy henchman, wasn't he? He was. There you go. It's what it is. That's, that's who wears those glasses if they're not in a theater. 
Um, but one so, of the cool, the Venom one, the, I think the coolest thing is that the, do you ever see those murals? Um, the, uh, what's the dude's name? Insane something? Insane 51? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he does. Jung Young Yoon is the guy that's doing the cover. Well, he's, yeah, right, right. But he, but it's, he's basing it on the idea from art that this one guy's been doing, these murals that this guy does all over the place, where if you go with the, those 3D glasses, you can actually see two different murals. Yep. Uh, and they're gorgeous. You've probably seen them on social media at some place. But so the fact that there's a Venom one coming out for this is pretty. Oof, yeah, so it's Super not different. it's not that bad of a price to order, but if you're a collector and you want to just 100% have this and know that it's taken care of, they have pre-orders guaranteeing a 9.8 CGC, already going to be CGC'd, and still going to come with the glasses, because I don't know if you're aware, the CGC actually won't put things that come with a comic inside the slab. Oh, how that's horrible! So wait, so all of the uh, all of the Death the, of Superman books yep, are all just they're open, all naked. They have to <laughs> open them and put them in there. Um, now, if it's attached to it, then it goes in there. So you know the comics that would have the detachable three D glasses on the back, or like posters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like tear them out. Yeah, trust me. When we were doing the hex book, we looked into how much more would it cost to get the things attached to it so it could be CGC that way. And it's not worth it. But for 99, it's UK. So I don't know if it's pounds, pounds. or the euro, depending on where they are. Yeah, good point. <laughs> um, that's not bad. So like 150 American doll hairs. And it could be yours. There it is. You're just moving right. on. It sounded like um, you said doll hairs. I did say doll hairs. I did say doll hairs. Did, okay. Wow. What movie is that from? I don't know. I'll look it up. It's, I've now pronounced you Chuck and Larry. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a that's a weird that's a weird reference to just assume people would be able to just quote that movie. <laughs> it's a very quotable movie. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you hit me with an along came Polly reference, I'm gonna flip out. <laughs> I've never seen that, so I can't do that. But I I have other weird references. Let's get talking about T'Challa. I, and I mean, we don't. We, okay, sure. Uh, so, <laughs> Black Panther. Uh, well, Marvel released a, a trailer for a new Black Panther series, the new number one that's coming out. Uh, and it's as vague as most trailers are that aren't leading up to an event. It's just like this is gonna change Wakanda forever, and T'Challa's got a secret. <laughs> well, that's it's it's so apparently T'Challa's keeping something from the nation of Wakanda, and if, with deception comes. Uh, betrayal. He's not really from Wakanda. He's from he's, he's from Chicago. He's <laughs> from Detroit. Hey, so <laughs> born um, in Delaware. <laughs> I mean, look, the art looks cool. It, I mean, it looked the book looks good. The only problem is, is that a lot of these, unless you're a huge Black Panther fan, and if you are, you probably didn't need this trailer to get into it. But I don't see who the trailer is aimed towards. The trailers because- would be great if they put them in front of the fucking movies. And I cursed again. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. Been, it is amazing that they don't ever put the trailers in. Well, they, they they tried that once, and it was a it was a breath of fresh air when they did, and then and it they was never cool. did it again. It was great. It should be. That's exactly what they should. You do. know what? Mid tra- uh, the mid credits t- uh, teaser, 
should be a comic book trailer. This is how long you know we've been doing this show, because I swear we did an entire episode on how to better oh, we did. market comics. <laughs> we did a whole <laughs> episode on how they should be marketing. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's but again, the trailers, even if you put this trailer in front of a movie, even if you put it in front of Black Panther 2, I don't think there's anything that's really going on in this book that makes you go, or at least the trailer, it makes you go, man, I can't wait for that one. It seems to me it's going to be one of those ones that if it is a huge like success, like say something crazy happens in the first two issues, issues it's only going to be word of mouth after they came out that yeah. anyone's gonna that that it's gonna go which anywhere. i feel like those are the books that you should buy ahead of time anyway because well, that's normally where the, the that's when the secrets are released but that's, you're gonna be doing that with every single book every book because again there's it there's nothing going on that to, to make you amped for this stupid and maybe trailers. it's great maybe it's great but uh, dumbass trailers all right Mar- grumble, grumble. Moscow, <laughs> let's let's talk about i mean we're gonna be talking about the venom movie uh, and in well, more detail later this week, but in a little bit more detail later in this episode. <laughs> but uh, what's going on? Why are we have Venom in comics? Venom in comics. So you know, recently, there, we- there's been a lot of, we'll say, issues between the talent underneath the uh, some of these companies. I think that's where this little story kind of stemmed from. I they wanted so to kind of cut off the uh, the possible problem that might pop up if it wasn't made. Um, so if anyone actually stuck around to the, I guess the very, was it the very, very end of the credits? A uh, nice little special thanks went out to everybody who has been associated with Venom. Uh, in particular, Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman, uh, was it uh, Michaelini? Who else? Michelini. Well, Michelini. Yeah, he, but he got his own, his own thanks as a creator. His own thanks. As it, was all, it was essentially every, all the writers and um, all the major artists and writer teams that mm-hmm. worked on significant Venom arcs, which I just was, you know, nice little nod. It was a cool little moment. It is. It's, you know, it's always good to get, you know, a nice thank you for the stuff that you're producing. Thank well, you, especially Menti. seeing as how they had nothing to do with the Venom 2 movie. Right. right. I mean, well, I guess you could argue it towards the end they did, but not really because that was kind of already set up by my, uh, Brian Michael Bendis prior to Donny Cates as far as like the hive mind and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Wasn't well, that? And yeah, you know, was, you read Space Night. Did they? They had Hive Mind Space Night. Yeah, they had that, and it was honestly something that Michelini had thought of in his initial thoughts. So I hate to burst everybody's bubble, but there was a lot of stuff that was originally planned for Venom that got scrapped, that got put in later, that other creators took credit for. But it was just notes handed to them from editors going, "We had this idea. We said no. Now's a good time to put it on there." That's kind of how some of this stuff works. But the hive mind definitely was in Venom Space Night. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying this. If you haven't read Venom Space Night, go read that arc. It was a really cool way to open your mind up for the whole Null story. Why don't you just start with Null? <laughs> no, I mean, you could just skip that whole era. I mean, sure, if you want... If you want fantastical friendly clintars go nuts but you know they weren't friendly they uh, were space knights well they they were the first one to be corrupted was the venom one because of uh, it is the brock hatred of parker and spider-man no but there was other ones that were not because wasn't that the whole big deal about he was the first to break away from the hive mind i'm pretty sure that's a that's a portion of that arc i'm sure that's a thing in that arc but it's not the whole thing. There's a no. lot more to it. You're right. That's but that's go read it. 
That's what I'm saying. Once they became a cage and they were holding Null inside a planet, it became a lot cooler. I'm just saying, Dottie Case made it cooler than Space Knight. He's going to put that out there. All right. Moving on from there, something else that's not that cool is we're getting <laughs> another Ghost Rider. It's funny how when we when we set the shows up and like everyone's going around and finding news, if I come across Ghost Rider news, I put it in there, and it's always like a, a flip of a coin whether well, or not it's going to be cool I would, Ghost Rider news or Let crappy. me explain this. I would love this story if it was a new story about to take place. So we're going back, and it's going to be Ghost Rider Kushula, Kushala, Kushim Kalabam. Kushala? Um, I think Kushala. K-U-S-H-A-L-A. Kushala. Yeah. And she's the Sorcerer Supreme and a Ghost Rider in the 1800s who is the only one that's ever... Uh, tamed their spirit of vengeance, which isn't quite true. But say, um, haven't they all kind of tamed them? Otherwise, not, they have their powers. Not really. Would they be possessed if if they didn't? No, because they still have. They still give in to the vengeance, and they still give in to the like. They don't have complete control when they're Ghost Rider form. It still corrupts them into that way. But the problem is, is there was a great storyline that it basically explained the history of the ghost rider and how Johnny blaze and Danny catch actually had two different versions and they were angels and the whole background to it that went back thousands of years. And this is just a retcon that you would think if it was as big as somebody being the sorcerer Supreme, it's not a hidden gem that you wouldn't have heard of or that the, the people telling the new now current ghost riders, their history wouldn't have said, Oh, by the way, there was this one who was also a sorcerer Supreme. Um, so this would have fit in good if it was a current story. You now learn about this person and they're just becoming this. And we tell the story of it in the modern comic, but trying to shoehorn it in to a that, retcon just feels to weird. To be fair, that's Marvel's MO. I mean, but, look at Sentry is a, is a, is a retcon character you had. Who's but the- Sentry's retcon was a purposely obtuse retcon. Normally Marvel does retcons that kind of fit in to a gap. There's no gap where this is fitting in. Well, they, but they're just, they're trying. They're, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just, they were like, well, what if it was a Sorcerer Supreme from the 1800s? Like, that's, all this is is somebody, uh, you know, is throwing ideas against the wall, and they went, well, all right, I'll throw it on Unlimited. Because <laughs> isn't that what this is? Isn't this an Infinity comic? It is. Right, so, so this is going to be Marvel. Isn't it a Marvel Unlimited first? First installment of the Marvel yeah. Unlimited is actually the seventh, which is... Thursday, which so is a weird tomorrow. time. Tomorrow, no, every today's, Thursday it'll be out. Well, tomorrow, yeah, yeah, because you're today's listening Monday to this for today. us, but they're Wednesday. <laughs> well, today's Tuesday. Oh, that's true. Today's Tuesday. I'm, I'm so wrong. confused. It, we're in the first half of the week. They're gonna listen to the second half of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and this um, book the, comes the out. The best Thursday. part of this <laughs> is it's uh, being written by Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. Who, if you're not reading his Werewolf by Night run. Read that. He's got a really cool way of storytelling. Um, so this should be a good story. I just don't like where in the timeline it's fitting. I feel they could have done it in another place and not really hurt any of the history and made Doctor Strange dying tie into it more. Mm. Yeah, that'd be cool. So That'd be cool. But yeah, it's a thing if you want on October tomorrow, <laughs> most likely. For, well, day for after tomorrow. Or that. Or then. the day before tomorrow. The day yeah, after or tomorrow. just download the app, and at some point it'll be there. 
Uh, but let's move into TV news and let's get this Charlie Cox stuff out of the way because I feel like it's every other month he's rumored to be in a different MCU For months project. you've had Cox in your mouth and you just can't Ooh. get it out. Oof. Wow, he went for it. Wow, just <laughs> went for the bleachers on that one. Man. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Charlie Cox has been rumored to be in Spider-Man Far From Home. He's been rumored to be in She-Hulk. He's been rumored to be in... Uh, <laughs> Cox is in everything. <laughs> yeah. Was he? He was rumored to be in something else too. Anyway, um, now there's a lot of rumor that he, as well as a lot of the original cast from the canceled Netflix Daredevil show, are going to be uh, part of the Echo show. The the Native American. Uh, the the uh, she's deaf. I, I don't know what her ability is. I mean, like her biggest claim to fame right now is that she's the Phoenix. I believe but that could have, to be fair, down. that could have even ended by now. <laughs> to be fair, because that was that was during Jason Aaron's. I uh, think we're getting a lot of smokescreen because they don't want us to know who they're bringing in. So now they're making it seem like everybody's coming in. Well, I think it's pretty smart. I think this is. I think this is how this is how you deal with uh, Wandavision. This is how you deal with people who were like gonna try the first one, but like if it's not what they think they they want it to be, they they jump ship. If the first episode opens with you learning who Echo is and then ends with a tease of Matt Murdock or or Foggy or somebody, you know, from the original Netflix shows, everyone's going to stick in just uh, stay tuned for episode 2. I just don't want to see them change the tone of that Daredevil. Well, so the rumor is that Echo is going to have its own tone. It's going to be very much its own show, that they're just going to be a part of it from time to time. But it's going to serve as a either a setup or a potential season four. So it, it, the rumor is, is it's going to get a soft rebooted show on Disney Plus um, that it's going to tie directly into the events of Echo. So this is setting up the the new, I guess, Netflix verse <laughs> so right. all the characters that we've been, that have rumored come over from netflix this is apparently the beginning is going to be an echo not spider-man far from home and i think we finally have clarity because back when uh fahey they were saying ah oh, the shows aren't part of the mcu anymore and he kept saying well i never said that like he was never quite clear on whether they would or what i think it was just he was waiting for the the multiverse to happen for what? him now to say the like uh, Agents of Shield, mm -hmm. I think that's going to be its own multiverse. So it's still in the MCU, but it's just its own verse. Yeah, the you Netflix universe might be. Well, I mean, and poof, Mauer, buddy, man, there's so much more I want to say, but I feel like I can't because <laughs> you didn't see Venom yet. Yeah, there's no place that was letting me rent a theater. <laughs> I had to go to the ghetto if I wanted to rent a theater, and I All didn't right. want to do that. Moshko, talk to talk to me about this some nonsense news for a second here. One quick note on Venom. I went first showing, first release or what Friday? There it was me, my wife, and one other one other dude in a theater uh, that could hold like five hundred people. Yeah, every place I looked at was packed. Yeah, mm -hmm. my I, my my theater wasn't packed, but it, it had it had more people than Mauer would have been okay with. <laughs> Uh, anyway, speaking Mauer, of... Mauer read in a theater and was still not okay with the amount of people that he invited. <laughs> that, that Mrs. Mauer invited. <laughs> uh, so there... Why don't we jump into the other show that we might see some uh, Charlie Cox in? 
because uh, I think we will, being that it's a courtroom procedural comedy, right? So She-Hulk. Yep. Uh, a couple things that came out this week, and we'll start with one story, and then we'll end with a piggyback story, which I think is total bull, but we'll we'll get there. Um, Jamila, what's her last name? Jamil. Jamil. Yeah, so she is playing, and I try to pronounce this name multiple Titania. times. Is it? So it's Titania, or is mm-hmm. it? Okay. It's, I thought it was Titania. It it. You know, sometimes it's yes, it's it's tough Look, to get out of your we mouth. We all sometimes. thought it was was Shang Chi forever, and now it turns out it's Shang. So I'm just right. saying. <laughs> so we'll wait for the show to get the actual pronunciation. And it's uh, not Hulk. It's Hulk. Hulk. Hulk's <laughs> Matt. So she was seen on a set, and actually pictures emerged of this with her and Mark Ruffalo, who had uh, the you know the motion cap dots all over him. So safe to say, whatever set that she was on, he was there for that reason. Um, and he keeps popping up everywhere. So we saw him in, uh, where was it? Buda, not Budapest. <laughs> What's the, uh, well, I the, guess the, it's sanctum, fictional. the Sanctum Sanctorum. Something we like saw that. him in Moon Knight's show. Yeah, he was in one of those white vans that we keep seeing in front of the museum. Deep cut. Uh, anyway, he, he was there and she happened to have this orange uh, wig on, which is very uh, similar to the character that she's playing, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Close enough. Yeah. So this looks as close as Starfire on Titans looks. Right. right. And I even got that reference. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> so yeah. So rumor is that, you know, uh Mark Ruffalo Mark Mark Ruffalo, that's a tough one, is on there with her. You know, they're seen together, she's in the wig. The the funny part is no more no it was probably like a couple hours later, another uh story came out. Actually, she and then she did something on social media saying, you know, this is just some cheap, uh, what, $18 wig that I picked up online. Um, it's not what you think it is. It's for another show or some crap like that. I think she's full of crap. Yeah, I think they got the, what was it, Medusa's wig reaction? Yeah. She got the same kind of reaction, so they were like... I think it's a slow news day. And yeah. uh, the the fact that people are, are, are trying to write a full story out of the fact that Hulk might fight somebody in the She-Hulk show that we know he's in right, right there is ridiculous. It's or like the you, fact that people thought there was going to be a She-Hulk show without Hulk. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, he was 100%. You kind of need him. <laughs> he's, kind of, he's kind of vital to the story. Um, right. Let's move on. Still, I mean, okay, this, I'm going to throw this. This is another story that I'm just going to throw out of the bus real quick because it's ridiculous. Uh, it's a matter of time that uh, until Tim Drake puts on the Robin costume in Titans. Well, d- what? Of course. Why else would you have him in the show? Why else would you force this character in there if you weren't eventually going to make them Robin? Why are we writing this? And who is shocked by that? Who opened Question. up that story and went, no. Question, because I... you have scared me away from that show is he even really anything remotely like tim drake yeah he figures him out and stuff he's cool i like him because tim drake's probably like if you take dick grayson out of the oh, i think he's the smartest like you have to be a dick grayson fan because he was the first out of all of the other robins tim drake's my favorite he might even be above dick grayson just because tim he's drake smart is, on his own. He, he's the donatello of the robins yeah that's who he is. I mean, if Leonardo is your is your 
your Dick Grayson, your Raphael's, your Red Hood. I don't know how Damien is is Michelangelo, but I, but apparently that. Oh no, Michael is Stephanie Brown. Stephanie Brown is Michelangelo. Boom, there it is. And then uh, Janika, the new one. That's who uh, Damien Wayne is. Perfect. See, <laughs> there's a turtle for every Robin. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I thought but, I said Damon Wayans. For a they, yes, he yes. was supposed he to be Robin. Yeah. I know. And, there, and he he actually had a very cool costume. <laughs> like we and he got paid. So and, and he still gets paid. He still gets a check when that movie plays. <laughs> um, all right. So another weird little bit of throwaway news, but still kind of cool, is there are currently 31 Marvel projects in development. Now, no. does that mean that 31 projects are going to come out? No. Does it mean that these 31 projects could change? Yeah. But currently, there are 31 different projects that are in the works. And hey, Minty, how many projects wild. you have working on right now? <laughs> I was just no. going to say that. You probably have 31 <laughs> projects. Um, no. I would say collectively, the <laughs> no, three of us have that many. <laughs> I'd go crazy. Um, but right. yeah, but yeah, that's still, I mean, that just means that there's a lot of Disney Plus and a lot of movies on the way. That's all that means. And think, this is a giant studio now. Mm-hmm. We are years removed from Marvel Studios being a smaller shop when it came to production. They are now one of the major production companies. So, we shall see. Going into the the Venom paying homage to the writers that even didn't have anything to do with the Let, Let There Be Carnage movie... Um, my, I still have this underlying fear that the as much as I love the MCU, it will eventually be the downfall of comic books. <laughs> like I, I believe it's the. It could very well be the, uh, be the guillotine that uh, that ends this show. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Speaking of shows, well, I was just gonna go right into Venom too. Oh, I wanted to talk about this just because I'm excited for it, and I wanted to be transparent and i've said before that i wasn't a boba fett fan but seeing that they are going to just be on uh tatooine and taking over the underworld that was ruled by jabba the hut i'm freaking extremely excited for this after seeing how well uh so funny because did you not like boba fett i didn't i wasn't a boba fett fan at all i liked the mandalorian but robbie rodriguez killed that episode with Boba Fett to the fact where he finally looked like a badass and the uh, Aquaman's dad is playing him extremely well so Aquaman's dad <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were into it the moment I received the text message going hey do you have any Boba Fett helmets can you get it can you get it <laughs> wait you sold. got that text message from both of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> hysterical Wait, hold on. I mean, <laughs> I'm holding up, what is it, the signet of Boba Fett and Mando. That's how much that show has gotten me into the is Mandalorians. That, is that just Boba or is that the Mandalorians in general? Mandalorian in general, but I think they're changing that they don't all have the same one. Because then that would be really weird because they showed the Mandalorian crest, which is what I think that is. Uh, in what Force Awakens when they go to the bar and they have all the things hanging down so that means Boba Fett went over there and hung up his own flag well I think like, oh, it by is the just, way I drank here it's one of the <laughs> tribes like I think you get it for your tribe and the reason why it took so long for Mando to get one because he was absorbed into the Mandalorian culture by how, what did they say they were, well, they were religious like they were like religious zealots yeah 
So he didn't have his own tribe. So mm-hmm. that's why he didn't have a signet. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna try and keep this venom too. It's gonna be spoiler free, but I don't know, Mauer. You, I don't know how much you want to know. You want to you want to earmuff this? How you want to play it? Just don't give me any spoilers. I pretty much have an idea of what's happening. Of course you do, because it's not a complicated movie. No, <laughs> it's so. not a complicated movie at all. So uh, I'm okay with just give me a quick. I enjoyed the first one. Then you'll like this. Am I gonna like this one? You'll like it. If you enjoyed the first one, you're getting a whole heap of more of it. That's there. There you go. There you go. What what keep, what did we decide? Helping. What do we say about Moshko? So it's movies can be like excellent and amazing, and then they're great, and then they're good, and <laughs> then, then they're, they're fun. This was fun, and and then they're bad. So well, this and that's is fun. movie scale. So you have the movie scale, and then you have the film scale, which mm-hmm. goes on top of the movie scale. So an excellent movie still might just be an okay film. It, it was a great a f- way to spend 97 minutes. There's okay. enough cool scenes that you're going to go, I didn't hate being here. <clears throat> but it and wasn't then, worth me spending $350 to go but to hot no. But it's, uh, but it's completely centered around that end credit scene. Like That end credit scene overshadows mm. that movie so much that you, by the when the movie's over, you don't even want to talk about Carnage. <laughs> like, you don't even like. You're like, uh, all right. So that movie was weird. Um, L- let me compare here. I'll compare how I felt about this. This show. Did you did you happen to take in the uh, Patriots Buccaneers game the other night? Yes. Okay. So Tom Brady's first appearance back at Gillette Stadium. Uh, he came out, and th- this is, and I'll I'll explain. He came out originally on the field and everybody started cheering very excited everybody was happy as soon as they started (laughs) to play everybody started booing how this relates to me as soon as i saw woody harrelson up on that screen i was cheering and then you saw how the movie was well as soon as i discovered he was actually playing 20 years younger than he actually is that's when i (laughs) it lost me completely lost me Dude, there's there, uh, I, I Mauer. I can't. Hmm. I'll I'm, see it. A, we're gonna have a whole episode on on Friday, and I am going to air my grievances. And there are mm-hmm. look, there were some, there were some, uh, admittedly very cool scenes. I but, do have to say, they announced an already pre-sold out of the Hot Toys versions of both of them. Ah, oh, well, they look phenomenal, and they look yeah. phenomenal, and those things never pre-sell out. Mm-hmm. So. My fear is yeah. is that this if this is the new carnage, I'm going to be annoyed. Mm-hmm. Don't let this be the new carnage. The only thing I did see was the one trailer they released where he turned into a tornado, like the Tasmanian oh, Devil. Dude, that's not even the weird. That's not even the dumbest thing. Okay. He, at one point, at one point, he has somehow software in his uh, in his symbiote, and he's able to like hack things. <laughs> it is symbiote. So uh, there's some stupid things in it. Like there's some yeah. things that you make you go in the theater. You just audibly go, oh. <laughs> I'm supposed but then to believe other... 60 year old Woody Harrelson is 43. Sorry, Ma- Mauer. If you were sitting next to me, you would have heard sound. You would have heard, uh, and then you would have heard. Oh, okay. No, I know not to sit next to you in a movie ever again. <laughs> I'll tell you what. What I what I did like was the fact that it was a little dirty a little gritty a little unpolished it wasn't like a normal you know the like marvel studio it doesn't take itself seriously and and i really wish it would for a second time director how did circus do 
Fine. Fine. Then there's look, there's the move the problems with the movie have nothing to do with the movie itself. It's all script. Well, it's the story all premise and script. So the premise and all is on his shoulders. Like this is one hundred percent he's been saying the whole time, this is what I wanted to do. Like this is the this is me, so like again, just okay, Moshko. Just imagine hard R and uh Carnage was taken as ser- like seriously. Imagine how that movie would have been. We said the same thing yeah. about the first Venom too. Like Oh yeah, and yeah. it's it's way more evident in this one. Because at least in the first one it's Venom. This one is Carnage. I think and the Carnage- reason why I kinda liked it or thought it was fun was because a lot of it was just ridiculous and it was funny to me. Now I don't know yeah, if see, I I don't-, I don't know if it was supposed to be funny, but it was I funny. I think it was. No, it is, and because the first one made money, so they're going to double down on it. It's, it's a goofy, it's a buddy cop movie. That's so they did Guardians of the Galaxy 2 on this one. It's, it's a buddy cop movie. It, what, right. it needed, what it needs to be is My a hard genre. R movie. It needs to be a horror movie. If you made a horror movie with Cletus Cassidy and Eddie Brock's Venom and Carnage would be incredible. Just ve- Carnage indiscriminately killing people with blades and stuff. In, in this, you get a weird tornado dude. Like, it's, I, I don't know. <laughs> It's it's fun for what it is. It's Honestly, all... they need to let Tarantino write it and direct yo. it. Yo, yo, uh, oh, you man. take natural born killers, mix it from dust till dawn. That is your Venom and Carnage movie. Moving on to something <laughs> that Disney got right <laughs> recently, well, where Sony got wrong. We're not, no, giving, no. Di- we're not giving Disney credit for, for, <laughs> for Sony for Venom well, 2. Listen, uh, Venom 2 did break the record of the first one for its it opening did. weekend. <laughs> so in a pandemic, it crushed its numbers, which is why I couldn't rent a theater out for cheap because they all wanted people to buy lots of tickets. <laughs> so it did well there. But uh, Disney realized with them giving Black Widow away for free on the Disney Plus app in a day... They probably needed to settle that shit before it made another news cycle. So guess what? They made up with ScarJo. Disney's Tower of Terror is back on again. Like, it's it's happy mm-hmm. days. They paid her the money. How much money? They didn't it's release like, that. I no. thought it was like $40 million. Rumor has it it's 40. Rumor's $40 million. Which, good. And that also means that they breached contract. Like if you were willing to settle, then okay, you're. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. say you were at fault here. If if she got forty, then on top of the twenty, we're looking at six. Like that's that's a lot of dough. But initially, the movie, the projections of her cut were the eighty to a hundred. Mm-hmm. Because this movie, in because if it came out when it was initially supposed to, right, the build up for what Black Widow had, it was going to be gigantic. Mm-hmm. So. Well, speaking of a movie that that I can't wait for, and apparently I don't have to wait much longer, Moshko, talk to me about what's going on with uh, MCU's Blade. Yeah, so uh, rumor has it, and it's actually a pretty justifiable one, and I'll explain in a second, but it looks like uh, Blade is going to be coming out a little bit sooner than we expected. Uh, I actually don't even remember the original date, but on uh, I think it was on Twitter, the official Marvel India account actually uh, tweeted out a picture or a graphic of everything that's coming up in 2022. And that's with this movie, Blade, launching on October 7th, 2022. So about a year from now, which is 
probably about awesome. six months sooner than what it was. Now they immediately well, no, I, took I think it, it was down. always an October release, so I think it's a year ahead of time of original. Yeah, yeah, I don't recall the original, but that's um, that's exciting. That's I mean, super exciting. It can't Blade can't be released in a month other than October. Oh, I know. Like <laughs> it would make no I sense. Completely agree, but the fact that we're getting it next year is shocking because I I swore that was going to be a movie because again they had no plans for it. Michelle I honestly called think, and said, I want to do it. And they were like, cool, we're doing it. I think Moon Knight is pulling all of these horror things forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. I think, I think WandaVision set the stage. Moon Knight's going to expand the sp- stage. Loki, uh, a, Loki at least referenced vampires. You know what I mean? So like, right. we, we know enough that they're there. Yeah, but I, I think, have a feeling Moon Knight's I think really going to open these... the doors, blow it wide open. I think a lot of these studios are figuring out how to actually make things right now because uh, a lot of stuff that I wasn't even aware of is already filming, like Westworld, if you guys watch that. Um, they're already you know, doing that, and you know, we're going to see more and more of this stuff just get bumped Thank up. you, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Hollywood The protocols savior. in place are all his. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, moving speaking, on. Yes. Mauer, talk to me about Batman. What's going on with uh, Matt Reeves' Batman? (laughs) So we're getting a sequel to it. Yes. Before an actual trailer, before anybody's seen the movie, um, we're getting a sequel. We already know of one, possibly two spinoffs. But um, Daniel Rickman, uh, who is a pretty good source and Batman on film. Is it either? No. Is that the Patreon dude? Is that the dude who gives his leaks on Patreon? I think no, so. but well, I don't know if that's his name. I know we have a story here with that. That dude here. cracks. That dude cracks me up. <laughs> that's uh, but, what what a what a smart idea! <laughs> like if you're that accurate, like if you were the Latin, like you might, if the Latino Review had a Patreon, I would subscribe. Oh God, yeah. Well, this is probably the guy <laughs> feeding him the information. That's true. Because you don't hear from him anymore. Um, but Batman sequel's already been given the green light. I would be. Totally not surprised if the script has already done a first draft and they have casting already started. Wow, you think? I really think because these movies are, at least the first one, looks a lot more grounded. So I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of the same characters from the first one in the second one. So it's just going to be adding a few things here and there. It's not going to be like the old Batman franchise where everything's changing each film i think they're going to try and keep the continuity and with them doing those shows they already have contracts for actors kind of going in and out so i'm feeling the next one's just gonna be another villain and we're gonna see more of the penguin so that'll probably be the main villain next time and in that they'll introduce you know another lower character that might be the the third film because this is a trilogy what if Batman or the Batman two is the project that someone's working on that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Wow. I highly doubt that, but that was a hell of a segue. So uh, let's talk about James Gunn for a moment. And no, he's definitely not taking Matt Reeves, Batman. He's going to do something completely off the wall. (laughs) What if he doesn't? What if he goes with the obvious Batman or Superman? Superman, maybe, but I can see him doing Superman, but he already turned down Superman. They offered him Superman already and he turned it down. So, But he time. got to do his out-of-pocket movie. His out-of-pocket movie was originally supposed to be them fighting Superman. <laughs> like, he, and, and they he turned it into a game. And they did. They did turn that into a game. <laughs> I don't. I. I. Mm, 
I, I so James Gunn did say that he's working on a secret DC project. That's what Mashio is uh, referring to uh, when he was asked, I believe, on Twitter. Um, but I, I mean, he see like to me, Booster Gold would be more of a James Gunn kind of because he doesn't he takes like obscure characters and makes them special. I don't see him wanting to take on a thing like because if he if Marvel would have given him anything else he wanted besides Guardians if he really wanted it, he could ask for anything. But he didn't. He just wanted to work on Guardians, and he still only wants to work on Guardians. He was yeah. offered su- he's offered Superman, and he took Suicide Squad. He picked Suicide Squad. So to me, it seems like he would want to take like. Could you imagine James Gunn's Dead Man? That would be a wild ride. Or you know what would be cool for him? Because I know he does like that kind of style. If he did something uh, like The Question, sure, yeah, yeah, but, like, like that, that- instead of big and. You know, grandiose, go dirty and gritty. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's I, I can see him making something special opposed to hoping that with all of the the eyes that are on Superman and Batman projects where the scrutiny is a lot higher than he's probably used to with the kind of projects he picks. Uh, I, don't, I don't that doesn't seem like a James Gunn move. You know what I mean? Like that. I agree. It would be cool. I would. I mean, a James Gunn. Bat- Actually, no. Would a James Gunn Batman be cool? That's a comment question. Put that if you think that's cool. Put it in the comments. Um, another thing he did say is that uh, his. We'll just rattle off some quick news here. Uh, he said that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, is going to debut the MCU's most, uh, the greatest character, uh, the greatest MCU character of all time. I I truly truly <laughs> truly think he's talking about Santa Claus, like because Santa Claus that is is, is that's a, a move big, for him. It mm-hmm. would be a James Gunn thing, and he and his brother is going to portray him, and he'll have an Infinity Gauntlet. It'll be the <laughs> it'll be the Infinity Gauntlet story where because that's this is a thing that happened in the comics. Like this is a this is a real thing. I don't. It's out of continuity, but still amazing, and it would be hysterical if it was the Guardians of the Galaxy chasing Santa Claus who had the Infinity Gauntlet. You know what? Another <laughs> what? Another what another movie would be James Gunn, a Flash movie. Mm, he could, yeah, he could do a Flash movie. He could I do think, a Flash I, movie. Him doing a Wally West movie. I saw I somewhere do. someone threw out Lobo. Oh, <laughs> that would be what I would want more than anything else. I didn't even think. Oh, because it would James. basically be Deadpool, but for the DC and James, and James Gunn. Gunn. Oh, it would be so out of this. Yes, I hope that's what it <laughs> and is. he would make it so freaking violent. And it would just mm-hmm. be called the main man. Yeah, that would that would be the name. Oh, be, oh, that would be so good. And I, he would p- purposely be like breaking his own rules like he'd bring characters back who were dead like he wouldn't care about anything and be like oh i killed this in my last movie here's this character like it would be insane why are you here because james wrote it that way 100 <laughs> <laughs> um, percent. but going back to what mauer was saying about james gunn doing a flash movie that was his uh, his amazing segue into this ben affleck news uh so ben affleck had a good time filming the flash movie apparently which was very bizarre because he did not have a good time playing Batman and anything else. <laughs> mm, and what wasn't a part of this movie? I just wanted to find out. Like, there's a big change involved in this Flash movie compared to all the other times he portrayed Batman. Zack Snyder. Hmm. Josh sober. 
<laughs> well, no, he was sober when he filmed Batman vs. Superman. It mm. was the stress of that that sent him down. The, he started drinking again because of Justice League. Like, leading up to it, uh, you you knew saw the writing on the walls. When he was done Batman vs. Superman, and he started dropping off of the Batman and saying he was going to quit, and then having a ter- terrible time filming uh, Justice League. Like, I hate to say it, it... You can throw Joss Whedon's name in there, but I think it was more... Zack Snyder is, whether you like him or not, very, very meticulous of what he wants to see and what he wants to do. And he thinks such a big way it doesn't allow somebody like a Ben Affleck who's used to kind of having freedom to work in. He's used to doing you know, uncredited rewrites and just kind of being a part of the movie making process. He's used to winning Oscars. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't think he had fun because he saw that the movie was going to be shit and he doesn't have fun making shit movies. Again, I like this, the, the Snyder cut. It's just, oh, man, I got it. No, I got you. <laughs> no, 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 I we're, got we're, you. Do I get we're one good. now too? <laughs> well, so it's, it's turns out it's not a number. It's not a hard number. We just can't be dropping them all the time. I'm sorry, uh, someone who's listening that cares. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, going back into Zack Snyder here, uh, HBO decided to uh, release a promotional video on social media <laughs> that called the Zack Snyder movie a global phenomenon, which I would say the Snyderverse in general was. The movement the was a phenomenon, right. uh, global phenomenon. The movie kind of sputtered. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, but because they did that, that has now the restore the Snyderverse fans up in arms. Like you're using it as promotion. You should bring back the Snyderverse, and it's it. And at the end of the day, it all rests on the shoulders of one man who's going to be and who's going to be at Fandom uh, come uh, October fifteenth. Was it fifteenth? Something like that. It's going to be. It, it, all, it all comes down to whether or not Dwayne and Rock Johnson wants them back. It's really all. <laughs> all it comes down to is if Dwayne Johnson throws a hissy fit about fighting the Justice League as Black Adam, then it, they're going to bring him back. He might be too busy with his XFL promotions and and whatnot. I don't think so. I think he's made such a snake about it. I think the only reason that it, it like I think the Snyderverse did die and then he brought it back to get to this point yeah and it's that it fits with the rock's ego (laughs) like it it truly does no i want this you're gonna do it um he's i want to see black adam to see if the rock will finally portray another character again because if you remember when he started you got what was it get shorty yeah rock was phenomenal in it (laughs) My God, no! But, it was it's not. It's be cool. Get be short, cool. Be, be cool. cool is the sequel to Get be Shorty. Cool. And mm-hmm. be cool. He is amazing. But after that, he seemed to just figure out like that middle ground of action humor, and he's just put out the same thing every time. So I'd love to maybe see Black Adam be different. <sighs> well, the sad truth is, is that one character made him arguably the biggest action star of all time. It's he won, <laughs> he won the action movie. Uh, what sweepstakes? What do you want to call it? But he is who's a bigger action star? Who can you think? So yeah, he played Be Cool and he was amazing at it. But that didn't make him the, the biggest movie star of all time. The biggest yeah. action yeah. star is. There's only one. There is only one. Vin Diesel in the box office. Ooh, well, Diesel. Tom Cruise, but Vin Diesel. 
Vin Diesel. I would say Tom he Cruise and Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel made the rock. Yeah. That's fair. But Hashtag truth. Doesn't change like there there was <laughs> a there was a there was a Three. there was a cream cookie sandwich before Oreo, but tell me what the name of that company was. Hydrox. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Ooh, I love that you answered that so fast. <laughs> Amazing. How dare how dare I question a man and his cookies? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So there's that. And then apparently Ed Boon was on the list of other people who are going to be going to the Fandom event. There's a whole bunch of people. Pretty much, if you were involved in a DC project at some point in your life, you're going to the Fandom event. But the fact that Ed Boon was there has people uh, all in a tizzy about a, a possible Injustice Three game announced uh, and a leaked set of characters, which we'll talk about on a later show. I forgot to put something in the TV news. We have insight on why the Constantine character is Lady Constantine in the um, Sandman show. And why Constantine's no longer on uh, Legends of Tomorrow. So there was a rights issue, it looks like, that was going on. So I have a feeling that's why they quickly ended Constantine's run on Legends of Tomorrow, but kept him on as another character. Mm. is because HBO wanted eventually to use Constantine again in something else, and that's why we haven't heard much about the Justice League Dark and all that. Yeah, isn't they, aren't they working on Constantine? Wasn't there rumor that, um, that rem- Keanu Reeves might reprise Constantine? No, they were looking for a person of color and female to mm-hmm. portray it. They were going to create a new character is what the rumors was. Mm. It's kind of like the the lady kind. Now, now there's history with that character, and it's a legit character. Um, but there were comments on it, and they're saying it was their idea whole along just to keep it easier. But seeing that, and then seeing all of a sudden, you know, wait, he's not Constantine on the show anymore, but he's still on the show. So you didn't want to get rid of him. It all makes more sense now that there was a rights issue back and forth, and they haven't figured it out now. Yeah, so. makes sense. All right. All right. On that note, do that thing. Yep. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. It's a Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew, but it's also YouTube, which is Welcome to Fireside. Go to Moshko Collects, buy some stuff, support that man over there because he helps support the show. Uh, and if you do support the show, we love you for it. Thank you very much. Once again, I'm Minty. I'm Moshko. Remember, check us out on MySpace. And uh, thank you for all the wonderful listeners in the uh, South African country of Benin. We are number one entertainment up, podcast. <laughs> I hey, love Bannon. you, bots. I mean, fans. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Mauer here to insult you and your family. And seduce, apparently. Hey. Well, the question is, in what order does that happen? Maybe the insults are the seduction. Oh, look at you. I got real, like, S&M Inception-y. <laughs> oh, yeah. Deuces. <laughs>